upon that, um, go to Facebook really quickly. And if you don't mind, my brother, this morning, the first thing I see on Facebook is good morning. All right, great. And so let me go ahead and copy you. I'm trying to add this new person. Um, Are you tagging as well? Uh, about to be. I accidentally got rid of the uh, the rundown on accident. Had to bring that back up. Okay. John Just a few more folks. All right, so I'll leave it at that. And you just wave, so I'll wave back at you. <laughs> Oh, I didn't even notice. Yeah, man. I I actually I actually didn't know that you could wait, but that's that's um you know it's different privileges being that I tagged you, but hey, you learn something new every day. All right, so hello and good morning, world. Happy Saturday, and welcome to the early morning sports talk podcast. Uh me and Josh both got pillows under our eyes, but we are staying dedicated to the mission. So thank you for tuning in with us this morning as we conversate about the latest sport topics that has touched our hearts from this past week. It is always a blast every weekend to chat about the latest and greatest. As a reminder that every week, we always like to begin our podcast by reminding our audience that the Early Morning Sports Talk podcast can be found on Facebook via the Early Morning Sports Talk podcast page, on Spotify as the Early Morning Sports Talk podcast, as well as our own Facebook pages via Brandon Price and Jamar Goodman, amongst other streaming platforms. Morning, Chris, Dominique, Victor. Today is April 10th, 2021, and we have seen yet again another interesting week in the sports world where we saw Baylor, and shout out to Deshaun Reed, uh, dominate the Final Four weekend in route to his first national championship in men's basketball history. We saw the Stanford Cardinal women basketball team win its first national championship crown since 1992. What a good game that was. Arizona got hard. Uh, the Chicago Bulls uh, and Chicago Cubs have a good week. Uh, sadly enough, the Bulls lost last night, but Zach Levine dropped a 39 hot wing piece with lemon pepper spice on it since he was in Atlanta last night, Jamar. 
<laughs> Man, he, he got some of that, that Lou Will stuff. He ended up I'm with 50 you. at the end of the game. Yes, sir. He went off. Uh, alongside uh, the women who initiated the lawsuits against Deshaun Watson, they have been called to come forth with names in which thus far has been no response from their side. And then lastly, rest in peace to the dog, the legend, DMX. Rest in peace. Yeah. Sad, man. You know, that's that's actually one of my, uh, I say top 20, for me, top 20 all time. Uh, I love the movie Belly. Uh, on top of that, I always... Yeah, man. I always um, listen to the Belly soundtrack. And then DMX is definitely one of my main folks to go to when it comes to listening to music for working out and stuff like that. Yeah. You know, yeah. Man, DMX, man, he, he definitely has some sentimental value to me personally. Like, because growing up, I didn't I didn't buy many CDs, but if I had the money and I spent money on you, like you you have value to me. And I bought two of his CDs with my own money that I, you know. Which which CDs that you buy? Uh well then there was X and then uh the Great Depression. Mm. You know, I actually got one of DMX old albums, but I'm sure probably, probably, I don't know where it's at now, but it's dark and hell is hot. That's that's instant classic. That is, yeah. And, and of course, and, had the Rough Riders first CD too. So it was like, it was a right. whole movement, man. Mm-hmm. And, and my favorite song from X is actually um, it's called "Get At Me, Dog." Go hard. It does. Go hard, bro. Go hard. Go hard. Go hard. <sighs> I sit there, imagine back in 1997 when he first came out. They looking like, who is this? Like, <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, he was an original. He was one of a kind, and then he he always, you know, you know, uh, motivational. Always, you know, positive energy. Just, just a real solid brother. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Yep. And so, with that being said, good morning, Jamar. How are you, sir? And I'm I'm doing okay, man. How you doing? I'm good, man. Another morning that the Lord has made. I'm rejoicing and being glad in it. Enjoying the gloomy weather, but hey, it's another day. So, um, and it's Saturday too. So that is always a good thing. Always. Always. Yes, sir. So with that being said, thank you all for tuning in with us. We will now get into uh, talking about some of the sports topics that we have decided to talk on this week. And so the Early Morning Sports Talk podcast, we put together a NCAA tournament bracket. We had a showdown uh, and we had about 15 to six, oh, 15 participants uh, that participated in this showdown. And so as a result of the national championship game this past week, we have a winner revealed and we have standings. And so special shout out to all of those who participated as well as to the first place winner. And so, Jamar, can you give us the top four and then highlight to the world where me and you finished? All right, so number four is uh, 
our brother Josh Cotton. He he finished fourth. Uh, nice. Number three uh, is actually one of my coworkers who who joined in. Uh, his name is Joe. Mm-hmm. Uh, number two, I'm not sure who two is, but uh, Lobos thirteen, they they did solid. But number one, shout that out. That sound to- like that's in. I gotta be in. And so third is because okay, who they they did they have Gonzaga as their national champion? Yeah, basically two, three, and four all had Gonzaga as their national champion. Right. Yep. And yep, so yep, yep. And so, so that second was Lobo, right? Yeah. Uh, right, and then, elbows. Yep. Right. And so our winner and first. Was, oh, was, oh, sorry, my bad. Go ahead. Oh, go you're on. good. So first place was actually the only person in this that actually participated to actually pick Baylor. And shout out to uh, my bro Lawrence Satlin. Um, you know, he's always participating in things. He's the only one that picked Baylor. And I mean, I know we're going to get into, you know, the national championship game, but Baylor, like, (laughs) couldn't be stopped, man. So shout out to I'm telling you, man, they, they, they were dominant. They were definitely dominant. And all right. And really quick. And as far as the rest of the panel that was on that day for that showdown, you know, you, you finished seventh. Kevin finished. Fifth. I finished seventh. Jeez. I, I mean, shoot. so I much eighth. work for overanalyzing. I, I so much eighth. for overanalyzing. <laughs> That's what we get for picking Illinois. <laughs> I'm telling you, like Jamar, oh. man, when it comes to the NCAA tournament, we bet off just, you know, saying, hey, I like this team colors. Um, That's the team that's going to win because I like their colors. This is like the NCAA tournament is where like our kids or our wives get in and they say, hey, I like UCLA's colors. I'm going to pick them to go to the Final Four. And me and you are like, no way. It's an 11 seed. No. Man, for real. I mean, but it happens. It was fun, though. It was, it was definitely, fun. definitely fun, man. So, so, yeah. Once again, shout out to everybody that participated, that, that joined in. Definitely be on the lookout, you know, for future, you know, contests and events and stuff that we may have. So. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. We're going to get into some fitness as well, guys. Uh, Victor said, LOL, Illinois. I know, right, brother? Like, we got our stuff shattered literally uh, the first weekend, second game in. I don't know what I was thinking. Um, I don't know. I, I, I said, Jamar, on the special that it wasn't emotion, but maybe it was emotion. Maybe I was overly emotional thinking that Illinois would win because they had Ayodosumu and he was from Morgan Park, my high school, and all these other things. And so I'm like, you know, this has to be the team that's going to win it all. I mean, I, I wouldn't go that far. I don't think it was emotion because, I mean, they I mean, they looked legitimate the whole year. They, they did. <laughs> they, they did. And they did. They ran across a team that's that seasoned, that, that had, you know, veterans that had been there before, that was well coached, and they just got out coached that game. It, it happens. Yeah, we'll talk about Porter Moiser uh, later. Um, and so, yes, uh, congrats to the winners. Uh, fourth place, Josh. Third place, Joe. Second, Ian Jones. And first place, Lawrence Sattler. And so you guys all did a great job by picking Baylor and Gonzaga. So special shout out. Uh, we will, like J- Jamar said, be doing further things. And we look forward to all you guys' participation. Um, yeah. And Victor Young just quoted, he said, a few people I work with said the same. I was like, 
Are you out of your mind? But I mean, I thought Gonzaga would win, so I didn't pick the winner either. Yeah, <laughs> I hate you, man. I mean, yeah, Gonzaga was definitely a solid, solid, solid pick. I mean, it was dominant until the final four. Yeah, I mean, it's, you know, man. I mean, then, you know, maybe it could have been a motion, Jamar, but we'll talk about this shortly uh, for why, you know, Baylor did what they did. But anyhow, special shout out to Deshaun as well for picking the Baylor Bears. Uh, he was consistent with it. He let us know. Um, and Deshaun uh, has been on a roll with his picks. And so it's translated from the NFL to the NCAA tournament. And so great, great pick, man. That team is definitely talented. Um, they got guys that go to NBA right now. Shoot, let's um, talk about it. Let's go. I'm telling you. So with thoughts, let's now get our get your thoughts, Jamar, for the men's national championship game. So uh, I'll let you go first, sir, and then I'll, you know, throw in what I got to say as well. Good morning, Jennifer. How are you? Man, so, so yeah, I, I guess Baylor definitely put the whole world on notice that night for that well, national championship game. Um, sure they did. So they got three guards here, and they kind of, like, their three guards, in a sense, kind of remind me how Illinois in 05, their three guards was, like, the, the focal point of their offense. But these mm-hmm. three guards here, man. Like, they all get their own shot. I'm talking about Mitchell, Butler, and T. Mitchell had 15. Butler had 22. T got 19. Right. And they came out on fire. You saw the intensity on defense. The offense was as fluent. They was, like, at one point, just automatic behind the arc. Mm -hmm. And the main thing that I've noticed, like, they would, like, it kind of reminded me of some NBA action where they would, you know, do a pick. Uh, do a pick and get the switch on defense, and they kept getting the uh, who's the Timmy out there, and yes. they just using and, and abusing that man, abusing him. I'm like, man, either it's quickness or either it's talent or it's speed or they got handles, Ooh. but they had all of that. Like first he would play off, and they just drop the three in his face. Yep, and he'll play a little closer. Then they'll drive past them. They'll either have a wide open layup or somebody else to help defense will slide over, and then they just dump it mm-hmm. off for an easy dunk. Well, wide open mm-hmm. three in the corner. It, they, yep. they had a game plan the whole time. Gonzaga didn't know what to do. They couldn't make any adjustments. Of course, you know, towards the end of the first half, they went on that little spurt there. They even cut it down to nine with 14 minutes left in the game. And then all of a sudden, mm-hmm. you got a steal. You got a three. They just lighten it up. Like, Baylor, like, and it was basically, like, just waiting for, like, people that picked Gonzaga was waiting, you know, for Gonzaga to, like, just, you know, flip the switch type thing. Mm-hmm. The only player on Gazaga that actually showed up was Jalen Suggs, who, who's yep. a gamer. And yep. so, yeah, man, Bay, Baylor on that. Even the bench came out and started lighting it up behind the arc. Their, their big man, he was doing his thing. It, it looked easy for them. It was yeah. easy. They had a game plan. They they, they watched their film. They, they knew exactly what to do. I mean, honestly, Baylor probably had been the best team the whole time. But I think people were just focused on Gazaga being undefeated. I think right. the only reason why Baylor is not undefeated to, to from what I understand is they had COVID type thing and it kind of like yes. a couple of losses. It wasn't for that. We probably were talking about Baylor the whole time. Mm-hmm. That is factual, man. Uh, Baylor was definitely, I mean, the second best team all year outside of Gonzaga, right? Um, it was Baylor that had, we saw, just in this game, and I mentioned this to Deshaun that 
I felt like Gonzaga had a lot of great college players. A lot of guys that's great for the NCAA tournament, good for a nice run. And I felt like Baylor got NBA talent. Guys that, but this is the thing. If, if Kentucky was to make the national championship, right, Jamar, uh, with, with, with DeMarcus Cousins and John Wall or with Carl Anthony Towns and Devin Booker and all the talent that they had on that team, right? All them first round picks and guys that are still in the NBA today. Um, some are role players, but Devin Booker and Carl Anthony Towns are the stars. Um, like, imagine if they made the national championship with all the talent that they had. It would have been like them playing against Gonzaga. The talent just would have showed. And all they would have had to do is get one-on-one situations. And those are the guys in the NBA that can get their own bucket. Those are the guys that play on evenings in NBA arenas. Those are the guys. Bella got that. They got three guys, legitly three guards, that can all take you on the dribble. And I mean, I don't know if the world pay attention to those taps and to those handles those guards got, but I'm sitting there like, they are nasty with the handles. I mean, making that poor boy Timmy do the Harlem Shake. Like, he was doing a Harlem Shake out there. Like, that's how bad they was doing them. It was bad. It was bad, man. Like, and when you able to blow past your man, anybody know from basketball, if you, <laughs> Victor Young stated, I just wanted to see someone be undefeated with Indiana. <laughs> yeah, uh, Hoosiers on their way, though. They just hired a new head coach. Um, like when it comes to basketball, we know if you can get past one man and he's easy to blow by, what does that do to the defense, Jamar? Somebody's going to be open. It collapses the defense. It makes guys work harder than what they had to usually do. And somebody's going to be open either for a jumper or a layup. And that's exactly what happened with this game. Um, could it have been Jamar that Gonzaga maybe was, you know, steal and pandemonium from the miracle shot that happened against UCLA in the all-time classic game. Could that have been the case? Maybe. But I don't know, man. I felt even with the talent that they had, even if Gonzaga came out laser-focused, it was going to take another Hail Mary effort to beat Baylor. I mean, like, uh, what's the quote that Mike Tyson said? Everybody got a plan until you get punched in the mouth? Right. And that ex- that's exactly what happened. You, you knew in yeah. the first two minutes of that game, like Baylor, I mean, Gonzaga was in trouble. You, you right. are- they, they, they put it out like right then and there, which means that Baylor had an amazing weekend. Yeah, they dominated Houston the game before. That was a whitewash. Yep. Morning, Kevin. Yep. It was pretty much a whitewash between Houston and Baylor. And one thing about it is that I just saw – um, athleticism, Jamar. I saw quickness, and it was quickness that Gonzaga just didn't have. It was just, it kind of reminded me of football, bro. It reminded me of teams from the South playing against teams from the North. Pretty much. It was like watching a team full of NBA talent to, like what you said, a team that's pretty good for the NCAA tournament, and that's about it. Outside of Jalen Suggs, I know a couple of them other guys from Gonzaga probably go to the league, but they really have NBA, like, talent. Right. Exactly. They got they got superstars potentially. So, yes, yes, yes. So that is excellent analysis, man. Uh, It's a good game. uh, But, you know, I went to sleep early um, at the end of the uh, first half world. And the reason why is because I knew it was over. 
I could just tell right from the bat that, you know, it was going to be one of those nights. And it indeed turned out to be that. So, all right. So special shout outs, special shout outs. Uh, Kevin, if you are on, maybe you remember this. Um, me and Jamar, we talked about Michigan State as being a potential dangerous team. Um, but it was slightly mentioned that UCLA could be a dangerous team because they were big name programs that should not have been in the play-in game. But they turned out to be in the play-in game and look what UCLA did. So special shout out, uh, Jamar, to the UCLA men's basketball team of Mark Cronin. Um, were you impressed by anything from this team doing that run? Absolutely. Like, let, let's let's be honest here. Like, UCLA was the 11th seed, made it all the way to the Final Four. They defied a lot of odds. And honestly, if we're if we're keeping it a buck, we're keeping it 100. Like, UCLA should have been a national championship game. They, they yep, had, and they would have been a better matchup. They would have been yes. a better matchup for Baylor. Absolutely, because they they matched the intensity. They like UCLA probably had the most composure outside of Baylor. Yes, that is a great point, bro. Composure. Like they was always in the game. They never let they I mean, they never let like any like run anybody blow them out or run. They always every punch that was thrown at them, they responded. They did. Like when you thought you were going to get rid of them, they come right back. They should have won that game at the end of regulation. And I felt really bad. I felt really bad for him when Jalen Suggs hit that shot. That was like, you know, one of the mm-hmm. greatest college games that we ever seen, period. But mm-hmm. I, I felt bad for UCLA because they was like, they gave it their all. There was like, honestly, there was no losers in that game. Right. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. yeah, they absolutely. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that that's like one of those special teams that didn't get it done that you'll forever remember. Right. That is factual. And I'm with you, man. UCLA, impressive run. Shout out to the Pac-12. Like, <laughs> yeah, the Pac-12, they showed up and they showed out, bro. Like, um, and <laughs> this was crazy because, like, we met, well, you mentioned, Jamar, that if the Big Ten don't produce a Final Four team, then it's a failure. And that's exactly what happened. Michigan yep. came close to beat UCLA, um, but UCLA was still better. UCLA was still better that game, um, even though Michigan could have and should have won. They missed a lot of open shots, but UCLA had that composure. They just kept punching back, and so that at the end, that kind of they had the best play on the floor, and that turned out to be the difference. We know in basketball, if you got the best play on the floor, which was this kid uh, number three for UCLA, who I think will be a great NBA talent. Um, that kid just every game, 20 plus points, every game, you know, buckets. Yeah. He significantly rolls his stock. Yes. His, his, his draft stock in that whole tournament. Cause I don't think he was like really like mentioned. And then all of a sudden, you know, you make a run and your team unexpectedly being somewhere that they not supposed to be quote unquote. I mean, your draft stock rises. That's, that's what happens. Factual. Yes. Good morning, Dwayne. How are you, sir? And you're, you're totally right. The kid's name, by the way, world, is Johnny Juzang. Yep, that's number three. Yeah, and he's a very, very creative, crafty type of player. Um, and Deshaun stated, got to give a shout-out to Tiger Campbell. 
He's a gamer and he's from La Lumiere, Laporte, Indiana. Cool. Hey, shout out. Yeah. Good morning. Yeah, Dwayne, everything's good, man. All is well with this. Um, I'm pretty good, my brother. Thank you for checking in with us. We appreciate it, definitely. Yeah, kid, Johnny Juzang is the truth, man. And you are right, Jamal. Like, you can have somebody that can come from the ashes, pretty much. And that's another audition, right? This is a big... I mean, but think about it, right? If you come from, like, a little small school, like Butler, right? Yep. Let's take Gordon Hayward as example. Gordon Hayward was maybe on some drive boards, maybe, but in that NCAA tournament, his stock just went through the roof because he took little Butler from Indianapolis, Indiana, okay, to the national championship, not once, but twice. Yep. Two years in a row. Like, who in the hell does that? And so, like, his drive stock definitely just went through the roof, which is why he's probably still getting paid today like crazy because, like, who does that? But there's always that opportunity for you to raise your stock in that moment. And so very, very, very uh, good point, man. And um, speaking of uh, raising stock and stuff, we'll talk about the NFL draft shortly. Um, but that was a very impressive UCLA run. Very impressive run by the Pac-12, Oregon State, Oregon, UCLA, and USC making the um, Elite Eight. And all four of those teams, bro, either defended, had perimeter guys that can get a basket one-on-one, or they were very fast and high energy and speed kills in any sport. Speed kills. And that's what the Pac-12 had. Yeah, definitely. So... All right, uh, let's talk to the ladies a little bit now. And so we want to highlight a great national championship world. This was a great game uh, between the Stanford Card. It was a great elite eight, bro, with UConn. And <laughs> you saw what happened with UConn and um, South – well, no, not UConn. Was it Baylor? Yeah, it was the Baylor women's team. Yeah. That lost to UConn. And – it Bro. was, you know, I thought it was a Bro. foul. I thought it was a foul. That, sure. Absolutely, that was a foul. Yeah. She got absolutely, she did. Yeah. And if you hit somebody elbow, that's a foul. That's an automatic foul. Yeah. Yeah. So that was that was crazy what happened there. But then it got even crazier in the final four when South Carolina was – you know, you UConn basically in the freshman girl, which she got checked in the final four. Um, she got checked in the final four against Arizona, but she got past Baylor in the Elite Eight. But I'm talking about that uh you that's that South Carolina Stanford game, because Stanford squeaked by and they won actually both games by one point, bro, to win the national championship. They won by one against South Carolina, then by one against Arizona. And um, she went down the court, um, the, the superstar for Stanford. I can't think of the girl's name. You know the mixed girl. Um, mm-hmm. But she went down court. She got to half court, got a steal from um, South Carolina. Uh, you can see um, Don, uh, what is the head coach name for uh, South Carolina? 
the female that used to play in the WNBA, and she was a hooper. Um, bear with me, world. Don Staley. Yes, it is right. I'm right. It's Don Staley. And I always kind of get the name mixed up with a former NFL running back. Oh, <laughs> you know I know you're about. talking about. <laughs> yeah. But Don Staley, she all on the sideline jumping up, going crazy, like, make the layup, make the layup. And they went down and they shot the layup and they missed. And then they had a tip in that rolled in the rim and rolled out. And, you know, college kids always cry, but it was sad to see the girls cry. And they all just lost it. And Stanford, of course, squeaked by. And then in the national championship, Arizona, again, this little point guard, this little midget girl, killing, <laughs> killing, dominated UConn. They, 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 the freshmen for uh, UConn, they yeah. dominated her so bad that game. It was like she just – she looked like a freshman. She looked like a freshman basically playing with upperclassmen the entire game. And the best player for UConn fouled out. She had 20 points. Um, but she fouled out with, like, six minutes in the game, bro. So that just, like, literally opened the door for Arizona to go ahead and take the game in the Final Four. But the national championship was competitive. Um, Stanford led the whole game, but Arizona just kept punching back, kept punching back, kept punching back. Yep. And um, it was a late foul that kind of allowed Stanford to get that bucket. And so shout out to the Pac-12. Uh, they showed up and showed out definitely. And that was a really good basketball game, bro. I really enjoyed that. Um, yes. So shout out to Stanford. Um, additionally, well, we want to send a special shout out or a special I knew it was coming moment to the Loyola Ramblers for letting Porter Moiser, their former head coach, spread his wings as, as all successful lower level uh, coaches do, um, especially these days, right? Um, he has now become the head coach of the Oklahoma Sooners. So he's gone from little Catholic, little Catholic university on the north side from Loyola to now a big program in Oklahoma where he's clearly making millions. And so it always happens, sadly enough, to a lot of small programs. I hate to see him go because Loyola legitly had a national team. Um, but they promoted somebody, you know, within the organization. But he's not Porta Moiser. And so um, I'm not sure if I'm too happy about this, Shamar. But then again, a part of me understands, you know. So, yeah. I mean, yeah. if anything, I'm, I'm happy for him. I mean, go from. I mean, I guess that tells you how good, you know, of a coach he is. If you can, you know, raise a lower program to, you know, being competitive and win a few games in NCAA tournament, go to the Final Four one time, you know, and then, you know, get an offer to actually go to one of, uh, you know, bigger D1 schools. I mean, that's – I mean, the proof is in the pudding. Your resume speaks for itself. Right. Facts. And so – Congrats to Porter Moiser. Um, it was a nice run. We'll hopefully see Loyola back in competitive mode. Um, they should have a lot of talent coming back next year, so that's important. All right. Yeah. Uh, Jamar, I hate to spoil your weekend. I really do. Oh, boy. I know we were having a great weekend, and I know everything was going well with this conversation until this moment, but wow. I, I have to do this. I have to do this. Um, just for analysis purposes. And so we have to talk about world, the Chicago Bears. Re Jamar, repeat with me. 
the Chicago Bears. No. Okay, I'm sorry. And so we have to talk about the Chicago Bears world in order to get our weekend started. And so we got the NFL draft. And so we will now have the GM, Mr. Jamar Goodman. And so, Jamar, if you are the GM and Ryan Pace could take some notes from you, what are you doing this draft to make this team better? Okay, so, you know, this is the situation that we're in. You know, Andy Dalton is our quarterback. Uh, yeah. All right, so, all right, so here's the deal. So, we already know Trevor Lawrence going first. Jacksonville doing that. We, we saw, you know, Jets making trades with the Panthers. Jets more than likely taking Zach Wilson at this point that he's mm-hmm. off the board. 49ers, we saw them trade up a week and a half ago um, to get the third pick. Now, you know, they're, they're rumored to like Matt Jones. Or, no, I thought it was Justin Fields. Both. Okay. Because a lot of people were impressed with uh, the combine workouts for Justin Fields. Absolutely, but but you know there's quote unquote character issues, and for whatever reason, Justin Fields is sliding. Uh, if they don't, Jamar, look, it's it's Saturday morning, bro. If they do not get out of here with this character, and it always seemed to be that way with black quarterbacks. It was the same thing with a number of quarterbacks who today are turned out to be very successful NFL quarterbacks. Um, but yet and still, somehow, someway, there were character issues, according to these guys. Can you still hear yeah. me? Yes, I can hear you. Yeah, I think something wrong with my, my computer, but as long as you can still hear me. Um, hear all right, so, so yeah. So I think Justin feels sliding down the board. So, so the fourth overall pick by the Atlanta to um, where possibly can get traded. So if I'm the Bears, I mean, I want Justin Fields. If I'm the GM, I want Justin Fields. If I can't get up and trade for the fourth pick at this point, then I'm going to plan B. Plan B is with the 20th pick, we're looking for a left tackle. There's three projected going the first round here. I know the one uh, that starts with an S. Uh, he's probably going to be long gone beforehand. I get. But there's a there's there's and one um, of those that was there's a kid from USC, right? I think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. So if I get left tackle in the first round, that'd be great. Second round. Now I don't even know if this guy would be there. But I'm looking quarterback, mm-hmm. and this guy is starting to rise up lately in the last week. Mm-hmm. Heard of the quarterback, Kellen Mond? You see from North, North Dakota, right? Uh, no, that's uh, – you're thinking of uh, Trey Lance, I believe. Uh, okay, yeah, that's Trey Lance. Yeah, thank you for that. Kellen Mond is Kellen from, Mond is from Texas. Texas A&M, right? Yep. Yep. Yeah, so he he's starting to rise up on boards. They basically, you know, he's progressed every year. He, I think he won the MVP in the Senior Bowl or something like that. Um, there's a lot of uh, I guess positive uh, qualities about the guy, mm-hmm. and he can also sling the ball as well. So if he's there in the second round, I don't know if he will be at this point because I just saw Patriots are kind of like looking at him as well. But if he's there in the second round. 
that's who we should draft. Right. At this at this point, based on how everything's constructed. And then after that, it's just more so plugging in, filling in holes because, like, the other positions isn't too bad. I know we need another corner, so definitely take one of those. Uh, doesn't hurt to get a wide out. I know we're looking to trade Anthony Miller probably for draft capital at this point. Um, you know, always always can use another pass rusher. So mm-hmm. and maybe mm-hmm. another pick for offensive lineman, but plan A, trade up for – for the fourth pick to possibly get Justin Fields, plan B, get a left tackle, and then draft Kellen Mond second round. And if whatever reason Kellen Mond is gone or a left tackle is gone, then I'm looking for probably a corner in the first round. So that's that's what I'm looking at. Right. That's that's if the oh, that's if the um, Elijah Vera Tucker from USC is not available. Um, or, or one of the top three offensive linemen. Um, yeah, shout out to the kid that's protected bonus eight to the charges, by the way, from Northwestern. Hey, um, he went to go ahead. I'm gonna I'm gonna re-enter. So go ahead. Okay. He went to Maine East High School, um, which is in the northwest suburbs. And um generally I run into uh, a number of his compadres uh from Maine East that generally when they see me, they talk to me about this kid. And so um, definitely appears that he is a um, pretty good ball player. And so it's very, very exciting to see. And I'm looking very, very forward to him having a pretty good NFL career. And so that, that'd that be very, very dope to see. Um, yeah. So, all right, cool. Um, I'm with you, Jamar. Let's try to go for a lineman. If we can't get a lineman, um man a part of me would just say go for Kellen Mon. um as far as the corner position we're gonna have to just unfortunately work that out um and and maybe try to find a way to get a veteran um for next year but until then we might just have to get toasted on one side of the field probably both now since we got a second year player hopefully he grows up fast um with Jalen Johnson but um the second cornerback right now really hasn't proven much. Um, you know, he's had a pretty decent career. I just think he's washed up at this point, right? <laughs> yeah. Awesome. You know, but the Bears, you know, you know how the Bears do, you know. Yeah, you're year 13. Come on, we're going to give you extra money. And, um, you know, you try know, to they, make him they, a superstar. They, they, they love, like, you know, picking up items off the flea market, shine it off, and try I'm to sell it. I'm telling you, brother, they love going to the thrift store. They love going to – um man, what's that place, bro, that's out in the south suburbs, that all-white place that everybody usually go to get salvage stuff or, like, second-down stuff, but it always be good quality. Um, And I can't think of it. I, I guess maybe it is the flea market. Oh, the swap aroma. The Swaparama, yes. <laughs> yes. This is exactly what the Bears like to do. They love to go to Swaparama and pick up the hand-me-downs and say, hey, this is, this is, we're, we're, we're going to make you, we're going to resalvage you. You know, like, we're going to make you special. And Desmond Trufite just ain't it. And so, all right. Um, it is what it is. Um I just was, you know, hoping that the Bears and San Marcus true fun. You know how the Bears is, you know, like 
hey, you know, you guys are brothers, you know. Um, we know you've been on retirement for five years. You can come back, Marcus. Come on, come help us win a Super Bowl. Uh, sure. And so um, I'm just glad they didn't sign Marcus for fun because um, they almost did, I'm sure. Um, all right. So enough of the Chicago Bears, Jamar. You know, you have, trying to have a good weekend. Here. All right. Yeah. So before we conclude our podcast this morning, um, got some quick picks. And we're just an FYI, we've been very, very light on the topics because we have, it's been, it's not, it hasn't been a lot of news lately. Um, right now, as you know, Jamar, the NBA season um, with LeBron and AD being injured. I mean, we got a few things we could talk about with the NBA, but we really get clapping on the NBA when it gets towards the playoffs. Um, and we're, right now we're seeing the dominance from, you know, pretty much the Nets. Uh, the Sixers, they've kind of fallen off. They're getting back a little bit with Embiid back. Uh, the West is fun. Um, great game between the Suns and the Clippers the other day. Um, you know, the Jazz and the uh, Suns the other day. So the West is pretty good. Um, it's exciting. Um, you know, we'll see how things go with the standings. Um, because depending upon where the Lakers are seated, they might get into some real trouble because the Nuggets are now a really good team, Jamar. They're loaded. They're yeah. The Nuggets are a really good team now. Um, the Clippers, I feel, are super dangerous. And with Rondo on the floor, bro, they look a lot better. And they defend a lot better. And now they're getting easier shots. That might be my pick to win the West. I know you had them last year, but I'm, I'm really liking how the Clippers are looking right now. Um, the Lakers look terrible. They're still having their additions for AD. And, you know, when Drummond really gets going, I think he'll really get going when LeBron, you know, comes back uh, along with AD. Um, Phoenix. They are exciting. They, they, they can light up the scoreboard and Devin Booker can get hot at any moment. And so um, it'll be very interesting the West, man, for sure. Um, but we don't have much news, world. And so we're kind of having short topics to talk about, um, which is kind of cool, right? So, you know, it, 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 we, we, we're doing what we're doing right now, but as the news continue to grow, as the NFL draft gets nearer um which is coming up um in a few weeks um we'll have a lot more to talk about so uh yes all right quick picture mar before we get out of here for this weekend and do final thoughts and shout outs um this is a pretty easy one i think lakers at nets Yeah, that, that, that's a wash, uh, Brooklyn. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the Lakers look terrible. Oh, my goodness. They they look like a junior varsity team, man. I don't even see how the hell they have some of those guys in the NBA without LeBron and, and AD. They just look terrible. Um, yeah, shout out to Kyle's Kuzma. Uh, yeah, Lakers at Nets. I got the Nets all day. Um, if the Lakers win, this would be a miracle on 34th Street which is, uh, in this case, a miracle on 11th Street, which is Brooklyn in New York. And so um, we'll see if a miracle happens up in Brooklyn. I really, really doubt it. Um, 
Cubs at Pirates. Yeah, this is uh should be an easy win for the Cubs here. Uh Pirates tied for the worst team in the league, minus 27 point differential. Oh my gosh, already. I agree. And probably the second worst team in the league is the Royals. Um, they are uh, on the south side today. Yeah, definitely, definitely taking our boys there. Yep. Um and uh basically we got a number of NBA games um, that'll be coming out today. Nothing really exciting other than the Lakers and Nets. And so um, is it really exciting though? And so as a result, well, that is what we got this morning. Uh, that is the news we got. Uh, we will keep you all posted on Deshaun Watson saga. Um, women are coming forth, but they're not able to produce certain things all of a sudden. Um, it's funny when you got money, things happen. And so um We'll see how things turn out with uh, Deshaun Watson. Um, and so with that being said, brother, as we head into the weekend, any final thoughts or shout outs? Um, you know, I just want to really quick shout out to uh, I'm going to go with Zach Levine here. I know we touched on it at the beginning, but, you know, 50 point, 50 piece. Uh, I think the fifth bull to do so. Mm-hmm. Um the third player, I think, in history to score 25 straight points uh, for a team. I'm pretty sure mm-hmm. LeBron and Melo did that as the other two. So, I mean, mm-hmm. if, if people don't know, like, Zach Levine is a legitimate all-star and probably going to hit superstardom sooner than later at this rate. So, shout yeah. out to him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I hear you, man. Um I want to spend a special shout out to KD uh, for in his first game back, um, not missing a shot. Um, and that was pretty, pretty nice to see. Um, I want to spend a special shout out to the New York Knicks who are competing, Jamar. They are losing a lot of games by one point. But they are winning a lot of games by blowouts. This team and Special shout out to RJ Bear. We talked about this kid prior to the season, and I'm gonna get to his buddy right after this. Um, but this guy has been hooping, bro. Like when he go to his left, he's becoming unstoppable. This kid, RJ Bear, when he go to his left, is becoming unstoppable. He's becoming the player I thought he would be, and if he continues to grow and develop with what they have in New York, buddy, oh, they will be something special. And, um, you know, I, I just – me and Jamar are praying for a Knicks-Nets first round. I, I, I just – it would just be so great for basketball. And so – be <laughs> Man, that would have a lot of energy behind it. Yes, sir. And they, they always game, – game always come down to the final shot. The Nets have beat them twice this season by one point. No, the Knicks beat them once. The Nets beat them twice by one point. So as good as the Nets is, they have trouble with the Knicks for some reason. As stated to as I stated to you, it reminds me of the Celtics with against that young Bulls team, like back in the day. I think yeah. it'll be that type of series. It'll be a war. Um, I want to shout out Zion Williamson. Well, this kid has become the superstar we thought he would be. Um, and he is dropping 37, 34, 28, 38. He scored at least. 25 plus points in about 20 some games outside of April 7th. 
And so he's extended this streak to about 25 games outside of April 7th. And so um, could this kid have an MVP in his future? Very well possible. Um, and, uh, you know, the Nets, I mean, the, the Pelicans will have a tough decision to make eventually. Will they have to free up Brandon Ingram in order to get some more talent to surround themselves with Zion Williamson and just simply give him more shooters, Jamar? That's it. And, and, and that team could very well be something to deal with going forward. And so uh, put the guns down, world. Stay safe. Put on your mask. Um, breathe your own breath. Don't breathe your breath on other people. Um, it is still a virus out there, and it is still very, very relevant. And so, um, yeah, God bless everyone. Have a great weekend. Um, thank you, Jamar, again. And What's up, later? Yes, sir. May you all have a blessed and wonderful weekend. Peace and thank you all for tuning in. Peace out.